What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included. All while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back. This is our podcast. Uh, as you know by now, my name is Ben. I write some videos for the website, HowStuffWorks.com. And I'm Scott. I'm the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com. Scott, 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 Scotty B. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Yeah. You yeah. went to, you, you came to work in the car today? Yeah, I did. You know, I know where you're going with this, but I got uh, to totally interrupt you for something that you what? didn't even know was coming up. What are you? What? I'm, I'm interrupting your your smooth segue for something that you had no idea was coming. What, what's coming up? Well, it, there's there's something interesting that I found in my notes that I've got to. Uh, I you just Kanye Wested me, man. I, I know. I brought it. I brought it up right in the middle of nowhere there. Yeah. But here's the thing. We talked a little while back about the lunar rover. Yes. Okay. I've been feeling guilty about this ever since because after I went back to my desk and sat down, I realized that the lunar rover was a suggestion from a listener. Oh. And we didn't call that out, um, and I forgot that it was in there. Quite frankly, oh, you're right, man. We didn't. so um, there's a uh, there's a credit that we need to give to a listener. His name is Maurice from Avon, Connecticut, and Maurice had suggested the lunar rover, and we forgot to mention that during the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'll just leave it at that. But uh, sorry about that, Maurice. And uh, you know, it was unintentional, but I'm glad I found it in my notes because I keep my notes forever. And we both really enjoyed that episode. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And so, see, Scott, you give yourself a hard time about those notes. But, I know. But look at that. They, they pay off. They save they the bacon. Off. Now, I'm going to let you start up again where you said... Oh, can I? Um, Is that okay, Kanye? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I command you to start up again, Ben. All now, right. the, the, um, the, the thing is, you said, hey, Scott, you came to, car, uh, came yeah. to work in a car today, yeah. right? Right. Hit me with it. Okay. Let's do it again. Hey, Scott, you uh, came to the car and it worked. I- <laughs> All right. Look, <laughs> strange Steve, vehicles. Look. Strange vehicles. I certainly did. You did. Yeah, I did. I came a to, normal came car. Work in a car. Yeah. Well, oh, man. That's right. Normal. <laughs> normal. But we're going to talk about strange cars. Yes. Strange vehicles, and even. It, strange vehicles. You know, that's a good point because uh, some of these aren't really cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, we are soon to have an article on the site, which may already be there. I'm not sure. Hmm. Uh, but we have a kind of a top five countdown of uh, strange vehicles we can go through that list quickly but then 
this is kind of the interesting thing about these is that you know he's got this this freelance writer that wrote this article for us um, has a great list. Sure, but I have my own list of strange vehicles. I'm sure you have your own list of strange vehicles. I'm sure that every single listener has their own list of strange vehicles. Right. There's a million of them out there, and it depends on what you think is strange. Mm-hmm. So um, you may think that you know the, the new Ford Taurus is strange. I think Prowlers look kind of weird. <laughs> okay, but you know what I'm saying. Like you may yeah. think minivans are strange. Sure. Um, but we're talking about you know cars that look like fish and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, some really, really strange cars. So uh, you want to just go down this list real quickly Let's here with the, the article, um, yeah. The article list, and then and then we'll get on to our own personal favorites. How okay. about that? Uh, so the, uh, the way that this author ranked them, uh, we'll go from five down to one. And Sounds again, good. it's vehicles. Number five came in, uh, and this is one of my pet peeves, flying cars, the Terrafugia transition. I don't know if you say How that right. the tide has turned, Mr. Benjamin. Terrafugia transition. Yes, which is actually the probably one of the only serious competitors for a flying car. It, it honestly is a working flying car. It really is. Mm-hmm. Good idea? No. But well, it's a... What? What? <laughs> all right, just just to recap for anyone who hasn't listened, I, I was just climbing up on top of my soapbox back. Okay, no, no, I, you know what? That time I Kanye'd you. Okay, please go. Fantastic. No, no, please continue on because um, you know, you know my feelings. Okay, uh, just to break it down and and stop me if I if I misspeak. Um, originally, when Scott and I covered flying cars, uh, as you recall, Scott, we had a slight difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think flying cars are awesome. While you may agree with me in theory, you think they're a terrible idea in practicality, right? Because if everybody has one, you know, we're adding another dimension for wrecks to occur. Correct. How do, what do we do if a car breaks down in the air? Correct. And I, I think that's a legitimate concern, which is why I did amend my position, and I said that flying cars are awesome if I'm the only one who has one. We agree on that. We agree on that. Yes. So, number five, flying car. It's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah, not so cool. All, All right, right, number four. I'll put you down for not so cool. All right. Number four, this is the crazy <laughs> one. This one you got to see a photo of because okay. this one's nuts. The cupcake car. Have you ever heard of the cupcake car? No, I haven't. This is, a, this is an interesting car. It was. It, it cost $25,000, and the car looks like a giant cupcake. And the crazy thing is you can get, well, okay, not that that's not crazy enough. You're buying a $25,000 <laughs> cupcake. It was sold by Nima Marcus. So Nima Marcus has these, and these are electric-powered uh Cupcake cars. They're, they're, they've got a 24 volt electric motor. Um, you can get it customized however you like to look however you want. And we've got a photo on our on our website on the on the page for this article. Um, and the drivers are all wearing hats that match the uh, the cupcakes. Of it's, course they it's are. It's absolutely ridiculous. Of course they are. These are ridiculous looking cars. They're they're hilarious to look at though. But the cupcake cars are very funny. So like with sprinkles on them, that would be like ha- customization. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. And they've got uh, you know whatever kind of you know icing design on top of them. They're electric. Funny stuff. There's that. They are electric, yeah, but, uh, man. That is weird. Yeah, they look extremely top-heavy, too. Okay, yeah. I bet. Check it out. Check out the photo. Yeah. You'll be uh, you'll be impressed, I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> the next one, number three on our list was uh, Catmobiles. What's a Catmobile? Now, we've heard of the Batmobile, right? Yeah. This is Catmobiles, and really what brings this one about the Burning Man uh, Festival. Oh, those guys are artistic geniuses. Uh, yeah, that's right. These these cars, these these cars that show up for Burning Man Festival, mm. uh, Burning Man event, whatever you call it, outrageous. 
These are outrageous cars, and they're really cool. There's a whole site dedicated to the vehicles of Burning Man. Yeah. This author chose the Catmobiles to be the strangest because there's some really bizarre Catmobiles out there. Um, interesting, interesting cars. I mean, I've got a picture of one of the vehicles here. It looks like a, a, a motorcycle that looks like a fish. Oh, uh, wow. In the upper corner, but that's yeah. that's the one from our, our site, actually. Yeah. Um, interesting cars. You need to go online and check out uh, some of the Burning Man cars, but Catmobiles are really kind of strange. Yeah. They've also so. got that one that looks like a spider. That's like my favorite Do one. Do they really? Yeah. yeah. I've seen that this truck looks like a scorpion. They're so heavily modified. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. yeah. They're like land speeders yeah. and all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. Fish, sharks, whatever. There's a pyramid. Now, here's a uh, here's a water car. Water car, a water car called the Python, which, uh, you know, I've got a photo of that one, too, to share yeah. with you, Ben, here. So, nice. that, you know, if you're playing along at home, you can look on the yeah. water car site and look up the Python. Oh, that's and, cool. Um, yeah, there's a photo of it on our website, on the article again. And um, really, it's it's kind of a hot rod design. Mm-hmm. Um, the back end, to me, looks a little bit like a Corvette. Uh, it looks a little yeah. bit like a truck just because of the shape of the body. It kind of reminds me of an El Camino. Does it? Yeah. Well, yeah, just because the, the the back half, it does look like a Corvette, but then it also kind of calls to the pickup nature of the and The cool thing about this is it's got a Corvette engine, and on on the highway, this thing can go 125 miles per hour. What? On the, on the water, it can do um, 60 miles per hour, which is really quite fast on the water. I mean, that's, yeah. uh, that's pretty quick. This is a cool car. This is a neat, uh, neat thing because we've seen these in the past where, you know, it's a uh, the, I'm trying to think of the names of the, the vehicles. Was it Henry J? Maybe that um, was a water car that um, you know the 1950s design. Yeah. That real, real small, very tiny motor, little uh, nylon prop. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is nothing like this. Um, that was slow on on water, on water and on land. This is fast either either way. It's and a this sports car. Looks more like a car. It definitely does. Yeah, and it's uh, it's got the performance to you know to back it up. I guess the design. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the water car python comes in at number two on this list. Are we ready for the drum roll? We are. Go ahead. Number one, the Dodge Tomahawk. Now the Tomahawk. Now we said it's not cars; it's vehicles. Right. So this is a motorcycle, and this is the, uh, the crazy Dodge Tomahawk chopper. Or not chopper, I shouldn't say, but it's a motorcycle. It's got. Uh, the V10 Viper engine uh, for power, so wow. it's got a five, it's got a 500 horsepower engine. Um, they did produce this. I mean, they've made about I think it's about a dozen or ten or something like that. They've made very limited numbers of these, and really they're just simply conversation pieces. You can't drive them on the road. They're not street um, legal. They're not street legal. No, I um, hope not. Holy Har- Harley Davidson, <laughs> Bat Scott, look at this thing. Yeah, it's amazing. If you've never seen the Dodge Tomahawk. Take a look at it, but I bet most of you have because it's just it's yeah. so out there. The design is crazy. Um, it's got four wheels actually, even though it's a motorcycle. Yeah, um, it's, yeah, the two two each in a parallel. Yeah, exactly. And they've got you know special special tires that won't just disintegrate at speed. But um, they've uh, they've determined uh, no one has ever been able to take this thing up to, to full top speed before. But it's got a potential top speed of get this four hundred miles per hour. You can't. It's not physically possible to hang on to the wow. thing at that speed. It's like so, a theoretical speed. Exactly. No one. No one has ever tested this thing to that speed before. Uh, you just can't. You can't have a rider doing that. So um, that's it. I mean, the the, the replicas, the one that they've been sold. They, they've also sold somewhere north of five hundred thousand um, dollars to you know private individuals here and there, and um, eh, just kind of an interesting thing to look at. So. But again, you can't ride it on the street. I would be even if I had a track at my house or you know on some private land. I would be hesitant 
to yeah. hop on that thing. Well, I wouldn't want it to roll over on my leg. That's what I would Yeah, have that's monstrous. When you look at this, it looks, uh, it's, it's enormous. I mean, you're sitting completely behind the engine, stretched out over top of it. Mm. Um, and two-thirds of it is engine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And turning, uh, from what I hear, you're not going to turn on this thing quick at all, um, if at all. Yeah. Uh, I think it's pretty much a straight-line motorcycle, and that's about it. Just put a suit of armor on and go. <laughs> that's right, yeah. But I, I, um, I'm i sure it's designed well and everything, but uh, I don't know if I would trust this one. Really? Yeah, that, it, it does definitely qualify as a strange vehicle. Because, definitely, yeah. I mean, it's car manufacturer making, car and truck manufacturer making a motorcycle to begin with, which is strange, but then again, one that's not street legal, really has no practical purpose. My friend, I agree with that article, but I think they, uh, I, I think we've got a little bit stranger to go, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, sure. Like you that slight mangly of English. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> fine with me. You got a, got a uh, direction here? Yeah. Um, all of our, all of our things in this episode so far are motorized and we can stick with that, but mm-hmm. I, I've got, I've got a couple that I think are wild. Um, first I want to tell you about the McLean V8 mono wheel. Ah, Okay. Oh, did I did I snipe one of yours? Uh, you know what? We'll talk about it later. But yes, you did. <laughs> okay, maybe just the uh, kind of thing. But the mono wheel—it's so funny because um, anybody who's familiar with uh, GI Joes or action figures may recall yeah. this design is one of the few things that have actually sort of made it into toys before they made it into cars. Mm-hmm. And so this thing is. Picture one gigantic wheel, uh, like the almost the size of Victorian uh, bicycles on mm-hmm. the front. The front Victorian bicycle Those huge wheel. wheels, yeah. right? The engine and the driver sit inside the wheel, and uh, for the McLean V8, it's uh, powered by Buick V8 engine. Um, <laughs> it's been clocked at fifty-three miles an hour. Although 100 miles per hour is theoretically possible, it's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And that's because I don't want to spoil a surprise for anybody who just bought one, but your mono wheel is notoriously tough to control. Yeah, have you seen the wreck footage of this thing? I have not. Yeah, this guy, um, his name is, is it Kerry? Uh, uh, yeah, Kerry yeah. McLean. Yep. yep. He built uh, he built this V8 Buick engine-powered monowheel, or they call it a monocycle, mm-hmm. and you can actually find a video. If you search on YouTube, you can find a video that's called um, McLean, that's M-C-L-E-A-N, V8 Monocycle Crash. And if you wow. search for that, you'll find a video that's about four minutes long. If you want to just get through now it's like a family fun day, they say, out in some park where he's testing this thing, right? Yeah. And he's out driving this thing around. He does have a helmet on, but it's just one of those, uh, like the, the cap-type helmets. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a full face shield like one of those old style exactly goes just above the ears um but he's out riding this thing and he's doing a good job you know all through the the uh the park there and people are taping him it's pretty fun um he does a high kind of a high speed pass and about the three minute mark somewhere near there he has a horrific wipeout oh no and uh this thing goes end over end and he's tumbling of course the engine is right there you know right in front of him yeah uh it's it's bad news he survives of course i mean he's he's fine just you know minor cuts and bruises um and he actually is, is turns out he kind of uh reworked the design a little bit to prevent something like that from happening again so he's still at it yeah um, he's still working on this thing you know he still believes in it i've actually seen this this vehicle displayed in a window and it's road legal yeah style. yeah it's road, it's, you can it's get, road legal it's road, yeah we I can drive a monowheel i did not to know work that. Well, probably not in the parking deck because hmm. you know it's kind of low yeah but. yeah you're right it's really tall this thing yeah um and 
it looks very difficult to ride because you, you turn it by leaning. Mm-hmm. And not only that, just to see, you have to lean out to one side. And I would think that would throw the balance off. You got it, it, maybe you kind of put your midsection in the other direction. Maybe. Yeah, there's a, there's a I really mean, critical weight balance thing happening. It gets weirder than that, though. Oh, and yeah. most of these... Most of these, just to put it in perspective, most of these designs, because there are other designs of this sure, thing. Yeah. Some are human-powered. You can pedal them. Mm-hmm. Others are powered by like maybe a small gas engine like you'd find on a lawnmower. Yeah. And this guy put a Buick V8 in his. And that's why That's why maybe this one is capable of such an incredible speed. Yeah, because he was, he was probably building it. He had the design down. Yeah. And he said, you know what? Why am I going to stop at eight and a half yards? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go the <laughs> that's whole right. nine. That's right. And they did say that these things are also susceptible to gerbling. Have you ever heard of this? No. What's gerbling? <laughs> and you'll understand it when I say it. It's funny. Spontaneous it attacks sounds, by gerbils. It sounds funny when I say it, but yeah, it, yeah. You're, you're susceptible, you're at risk of gerbling is what it says. Oh, these. I get it. Yep. When gerbils are running in the wheel and they get it going a little too fast, they tend to spin right over top with the, with the mm-hmm. wheel, and that's exactly what happens. You can, you can do a full 360 inside this thing. Um, and that's that's terribly dangerous if you've got you know your power plant in front of you. You just you've yeah. you've overcome the force that keeps you the gravity that keeps you at the bottom of the wheel. Um, it, it's it's pretty dangerous design, but like I said, this uh, Kerry McLean's working on it and he's getting it uh, he's getting it together. That's so cool. That's yeah. so impressive. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene. Eugene Fodor. Gene was boarded. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Jin, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. It's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Jean! Run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, chief marketing and growth officer at AT&T who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, guys. I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? 
so he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I have uh, a couple from Honda. Okay. Or wait, I have one from Honda. All right. Uh, It's called the Honda UX3. Have you heard about this? I have not. It is basically a unicycle. Remember I told you earlier I was going to try to look for a unicycle? Yeah. It's a motorized unicycle, kind of. uh, You sit on it, and you put your hands down like you're sitting on a stool, and you're holding the stool that you're sitting on. Mm -hmm. It has two footrests, um, and so it has an omnidirectional driving wheel system. Uh, The... The place where I found the information said the one drawback was the UX3 makes the driver look like an idiot um, because you're sitting on this stool. And it's experimental right now, but Honda, you know, Honda has uh, their fingers in a lot of pies. They really want to figure out the next direction of of transportation. I don't know if it'll be this one wheel stool, but um, (laughs) I have a guess. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but uh, this also, it can move forwards, backwards, as a lot of the advantages that we see in um, two-wheel vehicles like the Segway or something. And so the idea is that developing it this way makes it uh, pedestrian transport and keeps you on the eye level with other people walking. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to communicate with people instead of looking down on them from a Segway. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny to me because every okay. time I see someone on a Segway, you know, I'm not the least bit intimidated. No, <laughs> no, no. You, uh, oh, you, it also only weighs 22 pounds. Oh, well, that's that's a plus. That's a thing. That's, that's a plus. Something. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, very good. All right, I've got. You mentioned the Segway. Yes, I've got a Segway vehicle that uh, that I think needs nominated here. Um, the Segway Puma. If you do, you remember that from uh, last spring. I've heard of this, but I'm not familiar yeah, with this it. This is the personal urban mobility accessibility prototype vehicle that uh, GM and um, Segway came out with. Mm-hmm. And they, I think it was on the Today Show or something like that you know, in the morning. Yep. They had these driving around uh, downtown New York. Um, it was in April of 2009 when they developed this. And it's a two-passenger electric city thing. It's, like a little, it's almost like a Segway that you sit down on. Okay. That you sit on top of the wheels, facing forward. So still pretty small. Side by side. Yeah, it's very small. Very small. It's just like you're in a little cage, but it is a two-wheel balancing vehicle for, uh, just like the Segway operates. Two wheels? Two wheels. You balance on two wheels, and it's electric, Ooh. of course. Okay. Uh, Side-by-side seating with you know seat belts and a small windshield. Um, it has a 35-mile-per-hour top speed and a, about a 35-mile range. So this is uh, the ideal... Um, or the idea behind this is for city transportation. Yeah. Um, you can get to and from places within the city, and it's, you know, parking. I don't even know if you would park it, really, if you just kind of drag it over to the curb. I don't, I don't know what you do. <laughs> right. It's very small. Um, kind of an interesting mix, though, between GM and Segway, I thought. No one really expected something like this. This was uh, kind of out of the blue. And I, I like seeing this kind of stuff because it shows us, you know, I would I would gladly sit through ten very weird non-feasible design ideas, mm-hmm. waiting for that next one. I, I really like to hear about yeah, these. Yeah, sure, elements of those 10 that make it into production. I, I had seen another one that's actually one of my nominees, the Toyota iReal. iReal. 
iReal, uh, spelled I, little I, dash, capital R-E-A-L. Okay. Um, it's sort of a, it's pitched as a personal mobility vehicle, and it has two driving modes. There's one where you're upright, mm-hmm. where you're kind of sitting in it, like an exoskeleton or something, and there's another one where you're laid back, which is to go faster. And so this thing, it, it has three wheels, and they'll sort of pivot up hmm. to raise you up, um, and then, which... Not to be weird about it, but it, it reminded me a lot of the scene in the Silence of the Lambs, uh, Hannibal Lecter oh, thing, no, you know, really? where they tilt him up yes. in the straitjacket. Yeah, so he's just, about at that angle, huh? Yeah, just from the way the person tilts up. Yeah. And then uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of neat. I actually think it could really be, um, it really has a lot of potential for people who are disabled in oh, some way. Okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. How far down does that thing lay? When you're laying down for the uh, the speed setting, how far how far back? It's not go? prone. It's not oh, prone. Okay, because this is getting closer to my ideal vehicle. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the size, the which, Scott is, which is <laughs> slightly slightly larger than my own body. Is like how, I'd, oh. how big how, about how big I would like my car to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Powerful. It's really yeah. <laughs> you basically want a speed suit. I, yeah, I'd like a motorcycle, only more compact. <laughs> the um, what's funny is I, I don't have a lot of info on this next one, but they to- Toyota also has this other one that is called the I Foot, which is a two-footed <laughs> vehicle. It walks. You sit in it and it walks. Okay, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's it. That's I really that, yeah. I've yeah. got one more, but I'm saving it for the end. All right. Well, I got a couple here that yeah. I'll just quickly mention now. One one that I remembered from a podcast past mm-hmm. was uh, the Snow Cruiser. Snow cruiser. Snow yeah. cruiser. That was an odd vehicle, wasn't on the, it? On the skis with the uh, with the turbine behind. This it? is uh, it had wheels. It had it wheels. Had wheels. Uh, this is one with the, um, the. We talked about a bunch of them. You're talking. I know which one you're talking about. The high speed vehicle. Yeah. The trimaran type thing. That's the one. Um, this is the one that um, made the journey north and never came back. The one oh, that could yeah. be still there. Could be on the bottom of the ocean. We don't mm. know. Interesting vehicle. The one that had the well, in the artist rendition, had the plane on the back. Yeah, that uh, the, one was so cool. Unstoppable vehicle that was stopped. You should never name a vehicle unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, I right. think you're, history has just proven that. Setting yourself up for, yeah. for trouble, like the unsinkable ship. Yeah, unstoppable, unsinkable. Yeah, that's right. Right. What's next? Uh, let's see. You got the snow cruiser um, T Rex, which is a three wheel motorcycle car. Yeah. Um, made in Canada. Um, Campagna, I think, is in it. Or Campania. I'm not sure how to pronounce the name of the company that makes it, but mm-hmm. um, it's. Been described as like two thirds motorcycle, one third car. I would love that thing, by the way. I I love three wheel cars. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I mean, I think that those those designs are great. Um, um, there's a lot of three wheel cars even now that that manufacturers are making um, that that never quite see the light of day. Um, I believe I want to say Peugeot made one mm-hmm. uh, yeah. recently that had really cool cool design. But there's a lot of historic three wheel cars as, as well that we've talked about in the past and uh, great design. Uh, but the T Rex is a motorcycle. Um, powered vehicle that it's got a fiberglass body, two passengers, um, and a zero to sixty time of about four point one seconds. So it's a performance vehicle as well. And um, I don't know. I think it'd be a blast to drive one of those. I think we should uh, we should talk to our bosses, see if the powers that be will let us get one in the budget. <laughs> you always say that. We never get any of that stuff. We don't know no. unless we try. No, I I did I did steal a new stapler though from the supply room. Oh no! Yeah. Edit that part out. Yeah, no, I didn't know it was a steal. I'm I'm borrowing it. Liberated. Yeah, I'm, I liberated it. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling 
is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, we'll board it! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of MoviePhone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's Dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, let's see. There's uh, next on my list here. What is going to be the mono wheel? That's a little awkward. Sorry, man. Snooze your Yeah, anyways, that was good. That was a good one. I'm glad you... You know, we came up with those independently, too, so I'm just, you know... Oh, we didn't even say of, our whole thing. No, yeah. we didn't, which is good. Oh, so yeah. um, that was that was cool that, you know, yeah. you had the same idea as I did. Um, I guess, but that wasn't my number one pick. My number one pick... Yeah. The Tango T600. You know about the Tango? No. The Tango is that crazy little electric car that looks like a deck of cards standing up on end. It's super narrow... Really tall, um, looks like it's going to tip over. Um, it's it, if you've never seen a photo of the Tango T600, look it up online, check it out. It's 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 uh, it's weighted so that it won't tip over. It's not it's not not that it won't ever. It's just that it's not really you know very uh, very probable that it will. Okay. Uh, it's got it's an electric power car, 
It's a tandem seating vehicle so that you know the driver sits in front of the passenger uh, okay. directly behind them. And again, it's a really odd-looking vehicle, but this thing is a flat-out performance car. Really? You would, you'd never guess it by looking at it. It looks like just a city commuter. It looks like kind of a, a really crazy design, but it has um, it's 39 inches wide. That'll give you an idea of how wide Jeez. this thing is. Um, and it has a carbon fiber body. Uh, I told you it seats two. It's an electric car. Has one. Th- it's, it's rear-wheel drive only, so it's two-wheel drive. Has 1,000 foot-pounds of torque in those two wheels. Uh, so that's an incredible amount of torque that's for this nuts. thing. This is uh, this is supercar level of torque. This is like yeah. uh, like Bugatti Veyron amounts of torque um, in this little tiny Tango T600. It costs eighty five thousand dollars for this car. Now the ba- the the way it's it's weighted, you know, you're gonna say it looks like it's gonna flip over in the wind. Yeah. The battery pack is low low in the frame, so that um, you know it's it's weighted so that it's very stable. Kind of counterbalance. Exactly, it's very very stable. Um, believe it or not, looking at it, and I've seen the price go much higher than this. There's a performance version of this that I, I swear I've seen this you know above a hundred thousand um, dollars. I thought eighty five was kind of the you know the the beginning point for this, but maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Um, again, top speed of 150 miles per hour, zero to 60 in four seconds, which is, you know, like I said, supercar performance. Yeah. Out of this, uh, it's an $85,000 car, so it'd be an expensive toy, but it just goes to show you that, you know, you don't need a uh, thousand horsepower and, you know, a huge V16 engine to do that. Man, as soon as I win that car host lottery, that is, you name the car. If you want it, <laughs> I will go to the Tango people. Hmm. It's tempting. I don't know if that's my choice, though. That's uh, my top I, strange know, choice. I just want you to think about it. Carefully. I appreciate that. Okay, so we'll we'll come back a couple episodes talk about that. Scott, I want to give you my number one. It's a little anti. Oh, I thought maybe I thought maybe you had the mono wheel as your number one. No, no. no. Oh, good. Okay, what's what's mm. up? My number one, which I saved, is by a um, and pardon to pardon me to any Japanese speakers. I'm going to butcher this. Uh, a company named Sakai Kibara Kakai. Or, <laughs> I'm not even going to try to spell it. You know, there's a lot of K's in there. Okay, sorry, that was funny to me. I don't know yeah. why that was funny. But it was ahead. funny because probably yeah. the quizzical expression is to try to pronounce it. Yeah, they made something called the Landwalker, and this is my favorite strange vehicle. At the Landwalker, you t- like, the Landwalker Empire Strikes Back. The Landwalker, well, almost, Come almost on. similar idea. The Landwalker exoskeleton. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, exoskeleton. That that it's would motorized. Be- I didn't cheat. Ben. Top speed one mile per hour. <laughs> one one mile per hour stands over three meters in height, weighs uh like twenty two hundred pounds, and <laughs> it can't walk on anything but a completely smooth surface. Wow! It's got a two hundred and fifty uh, cc engine. Um, it's got four foot pedals controlling it, um, and it's you know obviously it's mainly used to uh, promote different products, and it does have weaponry. Right now, it, it only what? fires soft plastic balls, but <laughs> but you can you can get it. I'm sure I'm sure once I get this, I can modify. That is it. a ridiculous vehicle. You're right. It's You're a, right. But you know what? It's only it's only a like 350 grand. Oh my gosh! What four foot pedals to operate? Yeah. Do you know? Can I tell you something? Yes. Of all, and I don't even know if you'd call this a superpower. Of all of the the uh, you know, if you want to fly, you want to do whatever. Yeah. I would love to have an exoskeleton. Dude, that's like the coolest thing. Yeah, I think maybe there's flaws to it though. I know if you crack that sucker, you know that's right. it. You're done. Right. You're done. But I think to be able to just kind of bail off the top of a building whenever you want to, and then just get up, or just kind yeah. of walk around at will, you know, bumping into things. Super you want. Just, uh, I'm prone to accidents, and uh, this might help me quite a bit. 
But uh, exoskeleton, when you, anybody mentions exoskeleton, I, my ears perk up. I was, uh, I was astounded when you said that. I knew you would like That's that cool. one, man. I say that. Yeah. Now, of course, there are some design flaws there. We're, we're sort of, we're not into the heyday of exoskeletons yet. Mm-hmm. But you were already kind of talking about it when you were talking about the motorcycle. True. So True. I think, I think if we can get this thing to go a little bit faster than one mile an hour, mm-hmm. weigh a little bit less than two thousand pounds. Um, maybe cost a little bit less uh that you know we might be well on the way <laughs> it takes an awful lot of uh, refinement for what you're, you're talking about right yeah but look how look how fast we went from pong to uh the playstation 3 right agreed i mean that's such an unfair comparison <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> but that's the strangest view all right well good i think we had a pretty good list there we yeah, got, yeah. i mean combined with the article our two lists i know that listeners have got their own Strange vehicle lists, and we'll probably get a ton of those, which is good. We always yeah, like that. Love that. So, uh, you know, if you think of any other vehicles that uh, you know you may want to include in your your list, just send them in to us. Um, you, know, you can always email us. You can, uh, I don't know, just contact us any way you can. Uh, we've got a blog that you can send in information to. Uh, boy, I'm really screwing that up. Well, no, no, no. We've got the. I, I was waiting for you to see if you mentioned the blog, you guys. Scott's blog has so much stuff on it. Uh, about all kinds of vehicles that you wouldn't ordinarily see. Thanks for saving me, Ben. I was uh, talking myself back in the corner there. I'm usually the one who just reads the uh, the, the email at the end of the end. Do you, do you mean high-speed stuff at HowStuffWorks.com? That's the one. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. And be sure to check out the new High-Speed Stuff blog, now on the HowStuffWorks homepage. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between, like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly. How much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Slash compatibility.